This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. I love it. Welcome to Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I am Steve Teal. I have so many things to say and so many questions to ask, but I've got to introduce you to one of our favorite guests and absolutely one of our favorite people ever. It is Casey Harris of One San Antonio. Casey, my sister in Christ, how are you? Well, I'm I'm doing really well, and I'm so glad to get to talk with you, Steve. I always love it. But you you prayed for for me, and before we got on on this podcast, and and you just kind of left me in tears, and I'm just experiencing God's love in such a tangible way through that prayer time with you. So thank you. Well, man, that is great. Um, well, that is what I'm. I'm so honored and blessed that. Um, you would experience that because in my own life and my family's life, we have experienced that many times over because of Casey Harris and because of your ministry at One. And I want to share that with our audience, whether they're on Facebook and have never caught, you know, we've interviewed several times, but maybe have never caught our one of our interviews. And even if they have, it's always just that refresher of, Jesus wants to speak to you, and Mm -hmm. uh, Casey and Juan can help us to hear God's voice. And so as I was thinking about this driving in from New Braunfels, I was like, I wonder how many people are just not experiencing the receiving end of hearing the voice of Jesus. And my first thought was like just to play uh, the other side. On the one hand, I thought, well, Jesus, when he when his disciples were like, come on, Jesus, teach us to pray. John the Baptist taught his disciples. Then he said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Uh, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this This day, our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, our sins, our garbage, as we forgive those who trespass and sin and throw garbage at us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours. Lord Jesus is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so um, on the one hand, that is what Jesus taught. And at the end, he didn't say, okay, now, I, well, as far as we know, now listen for the voice of God. <laughs> so I could see how many people would just be like, no, this is prayer. It's a monologue. But then on the other hand, you've got John 14 to 16, and Jesus says, I'm giving you an advocate. I am giving you a counselor that we will make, the Father and I will make our home in you. And that's not just so the Holy Spirit sits there. It's to speak. It's to guide. It's to counsel. It's to remind you of all things. And so, Casey, I want to say today, just to start, I mean, it's is it a monologue? Is it just a one-way prayer thing or what? Absolutely not. Yeah. And even if you're the one doing the speaking, mm. you know, a monologue almost implies that there is only one voice that's heard and that there's you know, almost this stage, like a delivery. And, and even if, if, if our voice is the one that's being expressed in prayer, you know, prayer is always a dialogue. It's always a response. Truly, our, our faith life is always a response. Yeah. Um, you know, it, throughout Scripture, when, when God creates, 
when he created us, you know, it wasn't us asking to be created. Yeah. He, he created us. He's he's the one who initiates. When when he gathers people to worship him, it's always his doing. He calls people to worship him. It's one of my favorite things to talk about because if you have ever ever had a desire to worship God, if you've ever had a desire just to even know and process with God, when you've wrestled with doubt, mm. you're actually responding to the initiation of a conversation. It's not your just oh, your idea. Say that again. So, Can you even say that again? <laughs> that was so good. It's probably gone, but that was beautiful. Can you say that again? Well, it's just the way it is being the created, not the creator, Mm. you know, that we are responsive. We are, um, Mm. even in self-discovery, we're discovering what has already been, you know, beheld in the eye of the one who made us in order to design us and shape us and breathe life into us. So, you know, this idea, I think monologue just leans in the direction of alone and isolated, separate um, versus dialogue leads in the direction of relationship, which, you know, the whole story of God and His people is always about family and relationship. Yeah. What is it to be in relationship with God? What is it to be in relationship with each other? And what is it to be a responsible human being made in the image of God? And so there's there's no alone about it. There's mm. just never an alone. The lie is the alone. Every mm. single human being is the human experience to feel alone at times, to wrestle with being alone, just because I feel alone doesn't mean I am alone. And, and that's yeah. why everybody can hear God's voice is because you have never once been alone. You know, I'm sitting in a car right now calling in to do this with you. You may hear the rain. I love that I'm sitting here in the middle of the rain, but nobody physical, tangible is in this car with me. Yeah. And yet I'm talking to you. Yeah. I am not alone in this car. Yeah. And somehow this miracle of a cellular data is allowing me to hold this, chunk of, you know, plastic and metal in my hand, and, and it's showing me that I'm actually very connected to you, and then I'm going to be connected to a radio audience. I'm not alone, just not even thinking about God. But yeah. then the truth that we do know is that our God is the one and only God who is Emmanuel God, and mm. so I'm not alone in my car. But if I had you in my car, if you were sitting in a passenger seat, it would be really weird and awkward for me to be the only one doing the talking and acting like I'm hoping that you're hearing me and I'm hoping that maybe one day you'd respond through a sign in the sky. That would just be dumb. You know, if you're in the car, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to hear from you. Right. Well, God is, God's in the car. Um, you know, yeah. not only do I have your you tuned in here, but I've got the Lord here and you do too. And so it's a dialogue. Our life is a dialogue, whether we know it or not. Whether we know it or not. Oh, my gosh. This is Casey Harris. And do not go away because it is really um, my heart's desire that if you're watching today and you feel like, man, I'm not getting that. I'm not hearing from God uh, that today during this time that you will hear from God. So um, and that's kind of a big thing of what you do, Casey. And you just explained that Mm -hmm. beautifully. You have such a gift for teaching and explaining it. Um, and as your husband says, you know, just making it very normal and and regular as it should be. So um, how can you help somebody that maybe I have on Facebook for a minute? And so they're like, well, I, I need to hear now. Um, what what might that look like that you could help them to hear uh, hear Jesus today? Well, we can practice today. And then also, if you're really interested, yeah. if you go to our website right now, one-sa.org. 
you can sign up for 49 days of hearing God. I can't remember if it's 49 days of prayer or hearing God, but look for the 49 days yeah. sign up. And you will get a daily drip email course. It's really simple. It's like a short thing to read and then a video underneath it that you just press play on and it's three to seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, there may be a couple 10 minute versions, but it's a daily thing for 49 days. Do it at your own pace. You can do day one, one week, and you can do it for 49 weeks. But it's a guide to help you with what we can't do in a short 25-minute program, just with kind of different angles of thinking about hearing from God and practicing and engaging it. And and then also we talk about roadblocks. You know, what do you do when you're stuck and what, what causes us to be or feel stuck in that? So I'd love for it. That's free, and we, we want that to be available and useful for, for anybody. But right now... Well, hold on, hold on, because I want to say something real quick. Um, sure. And I know uh, my wife, Chris, is doing that, and she is loving it. And then I believe she's got my mom um, in Amarillo um, also doing it, and also has uh, my sister in Colorado <laughs> um, who is doing it. And I just want to tell anybody who maybe you do have 30 seconds with us right now on Facebook or maybe you're sitting at home on the listen to the radio station. And you're hanging out with us, but um, you need to do this. And I just started it. So that's why I'm not talking a whole bunch about it. But I love Casey Harris and anything and everything that God does through her. And so I've just started it. But it is um, it is something that is really just great. And I just want to encourage you to do this. And I think when I put in one dash essay.com, that also works, Casey. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. So one dash essay.com or one dash essay.org and you can find that. And then you, you sign up, um, and it's really easy. Well, Chris has forwarded the emails. What a great wife. Um, so I, I am really excited and 49 days, uh, man, just do it. Just please do it. God wants to speak to you. And we will have this time together where God might speak to you right now. But these are habits and patterns. And I love that you're talking about roadblocks too. Um, and so do not miss that one-sa.com or one-sa.org. All right. Back to you, Casey. What uh, That sounds like the weatherman and the, the news anchor. Back to you, Casey. Well, it's it's rainy outside. Uh, yeah, so what can you – I also wanted to say yeah. about 49 days. Yeah. Once you've gone through the 49 days, we invite you into a Zoom practice session. Oh. And those are pretty small, um, you know, because you actually do need to get to the end of the 49 days to do it. But it's really one of my favorite things that I'm doing right now. Okay. Uh, about once a week, I just meet with a few people on Zoom, and and it's such a joy. For an hour, we just together all practice listening for the Lord and sharing about that good, bad, and ugly, and asking any questions. And it's it's so much fun and so rewarding for me, and I, I think, and I hope it's been really rewarding for everybody else. But that's just something that if you do enjoy that course and you go through it, that you'll have access to. Oh, man, that's awesome, too. Well, can you give us just an example? And I know that's like kind of starting with the end in mind, so to speak, but of what obviously you're not going to tell us what people are saying and stuff that's that's private in that zoom group but can you give us an example of what that might look like when people are dialoguing and dialed in to god's voice and then at the end when you're sharing and practicing just can you give us some practical ideas of what that looks like sure well we'll, we'll just do a little miniature version Perfect. of it right now okay great. one of the 
one of the prayers that we start out praying in the 49 days and that I've just found to be super helpful for the last 20 years or so, a, a friend and mentor of mine who's actually going to come speak at our fundraiser on October 28th. Well, that sounds important, too. <laughs> I know. I'm just realizing it, um, which we don't even have up on the website yet. But if you're interested, email us. We'll give you all the details, and it'll be up sooner, hopefully, rather than later. But one of the prayers that I learned from her was this prayer of, it's a very simple prayer. The heart of it is, Jesus, will you quiet every voice that's going on in my head except for yours? Mm. And, and the the prayer in an expanded version is quiet the voice of accusation or the enemy, quiet the voice of the world, and quiet my own voice for this moment, and I just want to hear yours. I don't really go into the detail because, for me, quiet every voice other than yours is, is simple and easy to remember. Yeah. But that's that's where we'll start right now. And so just if you're listening and, and you've only got about a minute here, then I just want you to breathe and just as I pray this, let, let me pray it and let you just receive it because mm. it's not up to you to make your faith work. It's It really, again, like we talked about in the beginning, is a response to what God is doing. Our life is a response. So you just get to trust that God's going to do the hard work, the heavy mm. lifting even if you've got a lot of voices going on, and there's so many voices right now, you mm. know, that we've got politicians and we've got, you know, coronavirus experts and we've got mm. all kinds of different sides and we've got um, schools telling us instructions and work, How you know, a lot of those voices are good, but they're, they're not God's voice. Yeah. And so just all the noise is another way to pray it. So I'm going to pray it for us right now. Perfect. Jesus, will you quiet all the noise, and will you quiet down every voice other than yours? And honestly, I always have a desire to take a deep breath right now, so I encourage you to just take a breath in and remember that where that breath comes from. Mm. That breath is a gift, and it is the Spirit of God that gives you life. So you get to breathe in life from the Holy Spirit of God, and you get to breathe out anything that feels heavy. And I'm just going to ask Jesus, too, again, He's going to do this for you, to just bring it all to still and peace for you right now, as you breathe in His Spirit and out whatever feels heavy. And and then I'm going to just ask Jesus a question, and I want you to listen to the very first thought that pops in your mind as soon as I'm done, or right when I'm done answering the question. Jesus, do you love me? There will be an affirmation that comes very quickly, almost as soon as I ask the question of yes. Mm -hmm. And that is where the Holy Spirit speaks to you. It's not actually your voice. We just ask God to quiet every other voice. It is the voice of the Holy Spirit, and and the voice of the Holy Spirit is there 100% to affirm us of what is true, Mm. that we're children of God, that we're not alone, that we're loved, that He's near us, that He'll never leave us. Any of those questions, those basic foundational questions will work. You can ask Jesus those questions and listen for the very first thing that comes. This is what I tell kids, and it's just true for adults. Yeah. Who's faster, you or God? It's God. (laughs) (laughs) And so you can trust that when you get still and you ask a question, God is actually going to jump in to answer Mm. you because God's already the one initiating a conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're learning actually to just receive that answer, and it's going to come to you in the way that you think. So when I ask that question about, Jesus, do you love us? Do you love me? 
the yes is not going to probably sound like a big booming male's voice from heaven. It's going to sound like the way you think in your thinker, the way that you process information. Some of us are really big time feelers before we're, we put words to things and that's normal. So for some of you, as soon as I ask that question, Jesus, do you love me? Or Jesus, will you ever leave me? You're going to feel the affirmation of his love. And then you may put a word towards it of, Mm -hmm. yes, he loves me. Or you might feel a sense that you're not alone and and then have a strong sense that, no, I'm not alone. If there's another lie going on for you, if there's another story going on in your head, and every single human being has all kinds of stories in their head, some are true, some are not true, some are half true. Mm. If there's another story going on in your head, it may jump in and argue with the Spirit of God. And again, that's going to sound like your voice, and that's okay. okay. But you're learning to recognize what's God, what is some other dialogue that we need to let Him actually speak to, and what is just my questions, and what is my feelings. Mm. And all of those are just normal things that every human being gets to learn to process with Jesus. And it's really important right now. I mean, we live in a day and age where we are bombarded with thought processes, and we have to respond to so much stimulus in the world from screens to just the rapid way that we receive information. Driving down the highway, we're, you know, exposed to like 2,000 billboards, you know, or signs of stores. So it's really important that we learn to process with the Lord, and that's really what this this little practice is doing. So I'm going to just lead you through it one more time really quickly. Awesome. So I want you just to take a deep breath in and remember where that breath comes from and just breathe out anything that feels heavy. And then I'm going to ask Jesus a question as he already is bringing you to a place of peace. Jesus, will you ever leave us or forsake us? You will feel the Holy Spirit affirm you pretty quickly that no, he won't. Mm -hmm. If you get anything after that, like, well, but I feel so alone, or well, maybe he will leave me, or maybe he has left me. That's the thing to take to Jesus. You just take that thought, as Scripture says, take it captive unto the Lordship of Christ. You're going to take that thought practically to Christ and say, Jesus, I heard this thought, that you that you actually might be distant from me. But what's the truth? And when you ask that question, what's the truth? Again, you're going to listen for the very first answer that comes in mm-hmm. the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you process. And then you, you check it. Anytime we're going to hear God you, you know, we're not crazy. We're not going to just go, oh, I thought this horrible thought, that must be God. No, right. you check it. Does it sound like who God is? As we know Jesus, who Jesus is, Jesus is the fullest revelation of, of God's heart. Mm-hmm. The the other full, full revelation of God's heart is the is are the people of God. Now, often we're very divided, but overall, does this represent you know, does this ring true with what we know to be true of the, the Bride of Christ, the Church? Yeah. And then Scripture. Does this ring true with the overarching story of Scripture? Not just one line pulled out, but mm. what does the whole book tell us? What do all the, 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 the stories and the history point to? Mm. Well, for sure it points to God's with us. For sure it points to mm. He loves us, He made us, He's grafted us into his family. He's made us one big family, and he wants to share eternity with us, growing us in connection with him and and, and each other. So, you know, if it sounds like condemnation, 
then that's a lie, and you get to take it to Jesus. If it sounds like conviction, the kind that brings freedom, Mm. like, Mm. like, no, I am with you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that, that's actually a conviction. Um, Does it sound like his loving heart? Because God cannot speak apart from love. Mm. Does it sound like grace and wisdom and gentleness and, and, and the good kind of strength? Or does it sound like uh, isolation, abuse, um, control? That is not God. So if whatever you're hearing doesn't sound like who we know God to be and who you can seek God out to be in Scripture, then you let that thought go, and, and you go back to Him and ask Him what He's saying, and then you check what you get. Does it sound like the loving Jesus that we know? And you may go, I don't know if I even know Jesus and, and His voice or 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 his love. And that's just such a great question or a place Or you may say, I, I doubt that he really is there and loves mm. me. Awesome. Take that doubt directly to Jesus. Take that narrative and say, this is how I feel. This is what I'm thinking. What's the truth? Mm. And, and listen, yeah. I, and the key is listening and being open to what, what he's going to say, because he is there and he will answer. Woo. Love it. Oh my gosh. Love it. Wow. All right. Um, if you are watching and listening, I'm going to give Casey a pause, and then I, I want to come back to something you talked about as far as the church um, being a family, and I feel like some of your vision for San Antonio has to do with that. Um, so I'd like to talk about that. You can start thinking about that. But um, if you're watching or listening on KSLR AM 630 or, of course, the podcast Um, I would love to hear from you if uh, during that time you heard a simple yes, if you heard something um, beyond that, a little bit more from Jesus to you, I would love to hear that. So email me, steve at verybold.com, steve at verybold.com. I'll be sure to share anything with Casey that you don't mind being shared. Um, I just think it is so important. And I think that during it's always important, but during this time of so much anxiety, so much stress, so many voices, as Casey said, it is so important that we are listening for the voice of God. And I just don't believe that the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, Romans 8, the same spirit that cries out for us with words, groans, we don't even understand, the same Holy Spirit that is interceding on your behalf. I don't think he's just there to intercede for you. He is there Um, to speak to you and to guide you and to correct you and to encourage you and to coach you. But that correction that might scare us, that conviction that might scare us, like Casey said, it is just kindness time and time again. It is just in the most beautiful way. And I just don't want you to miss that opportunity out of fear that it's going to be condemnation. It's going to be this or that. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And his voice is just so kind. So I don't want you to miss that. And I want you to, I would love for you to share that with me. If you just had that opportunity and God spoke something to your heart now, and if you spoke nothing, guess what? We're going to, we're going to talk to Casey for a little bit longer and then you can get off and you can just, just be still and just go through it again and just listen for the voice of God. Because I believe a hundred percent He wants to speak to you today, and he wants to give you encouragement. And I have received so much in my family, so much encouragement from Casey Harris and one. Um, I I want you to be a part of this ministry. I 
this is an important ministry. So I want you to be a part of it. We're honored to be a part of it, to be blessed by Casey and her team and this ministry. And I just don't want you to miss it. It's just too important. So um, Casey, if we want to pivot and you want to talk to me a little bit about your vision of what God wants to do with San Antonio, I'm open to that. But Casey, I'm also open to whatever's on your heart. Just share away. Well, you know, it, it, it's such a joy to be in that pocket of hearing God because it, it's, it's everything. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, there, there's really no big vision apart from it. And, and there's, there's really, if, if, it's the reality of the gospel, you know, so I can have an idea about the gospel, like I'm saved mm. and Jesus is with me. But when I'm experiencing something other than that, and I feel slightly disconnected from God, it doesn't matter if I, you know, seriously have been visited by an angel. Yeah. You know, if I don't have that loving connection, you know, in a, in a, and I'm not able to access that, then we really can't talk about vision for a city or what God's doing in a city. And, and that's why it's just so important. And, and you know, it's, mm. it, it's, it's the thing that I think I grew up almost feeling like I really hoped that I was connected to God like that, but deep down I was worried that I had messed it up. Yeah. And, and that maybe everybody else had it figured out, and I was the one that didn't, and I was the one that, you know, God really wasn't talking to or whatever. Mm. But the... That's, and I now that I'm a little older, I know that that is that's human. That's common. We all mm. feel it, but the, it's it's all a lie. The mm. truth is, you, you everybody can hear him. I, I I believe that with all my heart. And so when we're talking about what's God doing in a city, what's God doing in my family, what's God doing on my street, what's God doing in my church, what God what's God doing in my business, yeah, you know that all comes just from the exact same place of of listening of connecting, of, of going, okay, here's my thoughts, here's my feelings, God, you know, mm. but what's yours? What mm. are you saying? What are you doing? Because our vision is, again, mm. our, if our vision is, is actually compelling and good and life-giving, it's, it's actually a response. Ah. It's a response to a greater vision. Oh, so, you know, good. I don't have vision for the city. I don't have vision for one. <laughs> I don't have vision for you or for me, but... But God has this incredible vision, and God is our mm. God is moving. That's good. God, God does not stop moving, creating, generating life, redeeming, restoring. He cannot stop. You know. Yeah. And and yet He's very patient and gracious because He wants to do it through our lives. And so, you know, the just a, it's such a joy to hear Him because it's not just about you. It is always about what He's doing beyond you through you, or in your family, in, in the city, in the nation, and in the world. And God doesn't, God's not worried. Yeah. You know, he's not right. worried. He's accessible. Yeah. You know, he's, he's responsive. He's on the throne. He's moving. He's here. You know, all those things, when you become aware of them, can give you vision for what is actually happening. And it's not going to be the same headline as what you're reading in the paper. Mm. And and so what is God doing in our city? 
you know, I think that's one. Just I want to pause on it and go, what a great question. <laughs> You've already given a beautiful response. Keep, keep going. <laughs> that was just, wow, that was powerful teaching within that. God, that was beautiful. All right, go on. Sorry. Probably well, throw you, you off your train I'm, of thought now. I'm that glad. Was beautiful. I hope it's helpful. But, you know, it's it's true because, you know, our vision apart from Jesus, even if, if, even if it's about Jesus, yeah. but apart from him, you know, it's going to be lacking. And yeah. and the thing is, lack lack has never created anything. Um, lack has driven us all crazy with workaholism and everything else. But that vision, true vision that comes from connection with the real Jesus who's with us right now, is comes with empowerment. Mm. Because when God speaks, He sends. When God speaks, he gives us a chance to join him in response, and then he empowers us because he's with us. So it's it's really so not about us. You know, it's not about our weakness or our strength. He's going to use them both. Yeah, We need to be honest about them both. It's not about our ability because he's got all the abilities, but it, mm. it is about the place of connection. Mm. You know, it's about hearing. It's about walking with him. It's about sharing that with each other. So what's God doing in, in San Antonio? And, and that is the question. You know, what's his vision for San Antonio? What is he doing? What is he saying? Because he's already moving. Yeah. Um, what is he doing? And I guess I'd put the question out there to the listeners. What do you notice? Where do, where do you see the goodness of God showing up? Mm. Where do you see um, peace happening? Where do you see reconciliation happening? You know, where do you see hope? Where do you see life you know, where do you see fruit of the work of God? And then if, if I do think we're in a, often in a state where some people go, I don't see anything. Mm. That's a really important place to go, okay, I'm going to connect with Jesus right now because yeah. he's here. And I'm going to ask him, God, I don't see what you're doing. I don't feel what you're doing. I actually feel hopeless. Mm. Give me your eyes to see. Give me your heart to feel. And I'm listening. I want to hear what you are doing. And and so for me right now, my, what God is putting on my heart yeah. is just that He really is on the move, and He actually is He's exposing weak weak spots. Okay. In order to, to strengthen them, and and what do I mean by that? I I feel like He's always doing this, and He He never exposes us to shame us or embarrass us right. or condemn us or yeah. accuse us. He, he allows things to be exposed so that because we're on the precipice of healing. Mm. And I've seen this over and over again in the prayer house. At one, we, we do personal prayer times with people, and a lot of times people are going through stuff and, and they're looking for healing. Right. Whether that's emotional or physical. And, and what I've noticed, and this is just the kindness of God, and it really hasn't hit me until the last couple of years, but one thing I see is that people freak out when they're going through hard things. Yeah. But in a way, they need to see from a bigger perspective that God doesn't even let the freak-out moments happen till He's ready to heal us. Like, He's so good that He kind of keeps even problems at bay until He's ready to, like, until mm. circumstances have aligned, the timing is right for healing to flow. Interesting. So I actually am very encouraged by what I'm seeing. It's not fun, mm. and I hate a lot of it, you know, that's yeah. hurting people. And so, of course, that's God's heart, too. God God hates the things that break His kids, you know, and right. divide His kids. But 
when he allows things to be exposed, when he allows the cracks to show and things to the brokenness to manifest, it's because he is putting his finger on it to bring healing and restoration and to make it to repair the world. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we want to be instead of fighting it, you know, like a small child, like a toddler would fight um, a parent trying to help them right. grow. We want to go, okay, what, what are you saying? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you trying to, what are you trying to wrestle out of my hands? Oh, oh, I've been using control mm. as a, as a way to manage my life. And I've, felt secure because of this, this, and this are in mm. line. Oh, and those actually aren't secure things. You want to be my source? Mm. You want you want to grow my ability to trust you so that I can thrive, you know, so that I can move with you, Spirit of God? Yeah. You know, that's just kind of where we are. And so back to what's God, what is God doing, what He always does, if He exposes div- division, which there's a lot of that going on in our nation right now. Sure. It's because He wants... He doesn't have sides. Mm. You know, there's not sides with God. He, he's, he's the God who loves us like literally nothing can separate us from His love. Nothing right. can separate us from His presence. It says not even hell can separate us from mm-hmm. the love of God. So He's this God who is not separable. Separable? Am I mm-hmm. saying that word right? <laughs> yeah. He's not. He, and and so, but we're humans, and we like to separate on what's right, what's wrong, mm. all that. It's not that there's not a right and a wrong, but it doesn't divide us from him and each other, and we think it does. And so he he's bringing oneness. I mean, it's mm. why we're called one. It's, yeah, it's it is the heart of God and the earth that we are one with Him, one as a whole human being, one whole heart, and that we move as one as people. And and there's a flow that comes when we start to move in that, that is so full of restoration and healing, even in the midst of what the world would say is chaos. And so mm. God is bringing restoration and healing, and he, but he's, to make it simpler, yeah. he's bringing wholeness to the places where there's been division. Yeah. And that's quite a process. I mean, talk <laughs> about a task, a, <laughs> yeah. a God-sized task. Right. I, you know, mm. I, I, that's why I say this is not my vision, because this is the way way beyond anything Casey Harris could ever think of or do, but it's sure something I want to be a part of. It's sure something I want to flow in. It's sure something I want to help whoever else wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Talk through, walk through. But God is, God is not the God of separation and division. He is the God of healing, restoration, oneness, putting all the broken pieces back together. So that's what God's doing. And that's his heart. That's his invitation for San Antonio. And he's very patient as we all actually start to change the way that we think to be thinking more like him. Mm. And and that's how it's going to happen, too. You know, yeah. he, he's, he is loving us back into life. He is loving us back into the place where there could be oneness rather than 30 sides. Yeah. You know, which side are you on and did you get on the right side? Right. Um, he, he's never played that game. You know, Jesus was very hard to pin down for those with a religious or a political side. Right. And and he and yet he's at it's the true. heart of Judaism and he's talking with Roman centurions. It's not that he's not interacting in it, but he does not think the way that they think. He mm-hmm. is not willing to be pinned to a side. He is he's moving in love. He's moving in healing. He's moving in connection. That's good. That 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 that's just what he does and who he is. Yeah. And so that's what he's doing and it's going to look like a lot of different things. But I believe right now 
because we are in such a time of of um, problems surfacing that we're it's really an encouraging indicator that that it's he, he's he's moving in a powerful way and the invitation for us is there to step into it yeah and not be afraid of it you know yeah fear of pain really shuts us down and keeps us numb yeah and and we've we've got to be able to admit that we're afraid admit that we don't have answers and go to the one who does because yeah. that's how we grow that's powerful. Dang. Casey Harris. Steve. <laughs> you asked the good questions and then I just uh, nope, nope. give you my monologue about it. Don't take my monologue for it. Truly <laughs> ask the Lord. I mean, I'm so convinced that he's, he's got all the answers, but yeah. he's like so brilliant and wise and good that he doesn't mm. throw them at us, you know? Yeah. Um, he loves us into them and, and he, he is, that is absolutely the invitation. It's so accessible and so available. I, I just truly encourage us all. I'm taking more time than ever to just listen and to get still, especially when I feel everything else, anxiety, um, Mm. out of control, you know, there, there's, I think we're all having moments like that, but it's an invitation. Right. Wow. That is beautiful. All right. I just want to remind, um, our Facebook viewers and our podcast listeners, that one dash sa.com or one dash sa.org. You do want to sign up for those 49 days of prayer or healing, whatever. You're going to get both. You're going to hear from God. You're going to learn. Um, you're going to learn how to hear from God and hear, hear the voice of Jesus each and every day. And uh, I'm excited about, you know, those roadblocks that you're talking about as well. I'm just, I'm really excited to dive in now to these 49 days. Also, I want to let you know, um, you'll see on the website it says prayer appointments are now available. I'm sure they're booking up very fast. I really want to encourage you. In fact, I've mentioned this to a few friends from church that are going through, like a lot of you, just a lot of stuff. I would go online and uh, make a prayer appointment. I did this recently. My wife did this recently, and it's just a blessing. And in my case, I don't know exactly how it works every time, but I sat down with uh, two people that were just – uh, beautiful spirits and souls, um, just beautiful Christ-like who walk me through the process of just hearing the voice of God and dealing with some of those lies that you may hear, that confusion. It was just just awesome. So I want to encourage you to go to the website and go ahead and sign up. And, of course, as the different voices compete, you may feel like, oh, God's God's not going to speak to me through that or God's not going to do this. But what did Casey say? Take that thought to Jesus and say, Jesus, what do you have to say about that? What are your thoughts about that? And then just listen. Um, I think it's just such an important time for God to minister to you. That that power, I think about my phone, you know, how many apps I have on it and how many things I don't know what to do. I'm not using all the the power of those apps. And I just think we get caught in the same thing with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus in us, that we're just not using the resource that he's given us in that relationship. It's not just a resource just to be used. It's a relationship to develop and to grow. And that's just my heart's desire for you right now is that you hear from the voice of God. And, uh, man, yeah. And, yes, the word of God has never been more important to, man, embed and just grow and deepen in our heart. It's so important. It helps us to recognize the kind voice and the grace of Jesus that is speaking to us. 
but I don't want you to miss out on the power of the Holy Spirit speaking to you um, in this time and in this day and today. I just want I want you to hear from him. So all that to say, please go to the website, one-sa.com or one-sa.org. Either way, you're going to get there and uh, make a prayer appointment. Or if God is just moving on your heart to make a donation, make a donation. We'll be watching for that October 28th fundraiser. And we are just so grateful for Casey Harris and her entire team at One and all that they do and how they're just responding to what Jesus Christ is doing. So there's my little monologue. Uh, But uh, Casey, we really just are so blessed by you. And I, I just can't I can't say that enough. We're just so grateful for the ministry and uh, what Jesus is doing and doing through you, in you, around you, and with your team and with your ministry and with your family. And, uh, you know, I'm still kind of stuck on that pre-recording um, prayer of just picturing you uh, with Jesus and, and the things he's doing. So I'm just, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I'm just really blessed by that. So um, I'm going to sign off. Thank I'm going to make, yeah, you're welcome. Anything else you want to say? I know you're going to run somewhere. I'm going to run somewhere. Um, anything else you want to say on air? No, okay. no, just thank you, Steve. <laughs> I, always, I always love getting to do this, and it, it really is uh, always such a joy with you, so thank you. It is always such a joy and a blessing for me and for us, so thank you. Really appreciate it. Hang tight just while I sign off on the podcast and Facebook Live. Again, uh, Facebook Live uh, podcast listeners, you can email me, steve at verybold.com. I can make sure to get you to the right place. If you have any questions about that prayer appointment or anything, I can talk you through that. It's really, really cool and uh, healing and restoring and just, it's just good. It's just good. So um, reach out to me again, steve at verybold.com. I want to remind you of why we're called Very Bold Ministries. It comes right from Paul, 2 Corinthians 3.12. And I'll sign off with this and we'll see you next week. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Steve at VeryBold.com